Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Salty Winches. I'm your host, Ryan Chuck Miller, and you're listening to The Salt, presented by Iliad Media, where we take an objective look at news and politics today and shit on everything. Remember not just to take your news with a grain of salt, but to take it with the salt. Today, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus and an update from our previous Iran episodes that turned into a you know, a subject that's very near and dear to my heart. That is wounded U.S. soldiers. And yes, that one will be a lot more in-depth of an update than usual. Here's the rest of the updates, though. Satellite imagery shows activity at a pretty important North Korean missile site. Uh, so be on the lookout for some jingle nukes headed our way. Um, the Senate began deliberating Trump's impeachment last week, or at least the impeachment in the Senate, and will continue this week. I'm sure we'll do a full episode on that once the story fully develops and everything is settled. Um, General Salami, still dead as fuck. There are rallies and protests in Iraq to kick out U.S. troops, and pretty understandably, honestly. Uh, the missile strikes from Iran on U.S. bases in Iraq did end up wounding a lot of troops, contrary to previous news. Um, we're going to go in-depth on that one, and that is it for our news update. Special thanks to the team here at The Salt, Richard Solano, a.k.a. Research Richard, a.k.a. Dirty Dick, our research associate. Uh, Cruise Control for providing our music and guest research nerd Casey Skaggs, a.k.a. Old Scallywag. Hey, <clears throat> we also have a brand new Instagram here uh, set up for the show like I just made it a couple hours ago. Um, I think it could be a cool little community thing for all of us salty winches. I'll give more details at the bottom of the show on that. But don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment uh, sometime during the episode today. Hey, I've also got a free sticker for anyone who wants one. Just DM our Instagram. That's at the salt underscore podcast for details. Uh, Salty Winches, I want to give y'all a special shout out today too. The show has been growing like crazy lately and that's thanks to y'all. Keep it fucking real. As always, let's have a word from today's sponsor. Today's episode of The Salt is brought to you by Coronavirus Beer. Want to get ahead of that pesky coronavirus? Try taking a nice swig off the top of a nice, refreshing coronavirus beer. It'll both immunize you or immunize you from the virus and also give you superhuman-like abilities like a heightened sense of confidence, criminal repelling bad breath, better luck getting lucky, the ability to hitch a free ride to the police station after you start driving, and so many more awesome effects. So go down to the store and pick up some coronavirus beer today, drink one on the beach, and enjoy your short fucking life because you're probably going to find out that that doesn't actually make you immune to coronavirus at all. No, that's not our sponsor. It's not even a real thing, but I I really wish it was. Um, I did did get coronavirus once, though. I drank a few too many Coronas and ended up puking uh, the rest of the night. And I'm pretty sure that's not the same thing, though. Uh, Anyways, let's get balls deep, salty winches, and get into this in-depth update. Initially... President Trump reported that there was, you know, that there were no U.S. casualties when Iran shot rockets at some U.S. bases in Iraq. Then it changed to 11, and now the current number, at least as of doing research yesterday, was 34. Um, A blatant lie for the sake of lying, though? Probably not. Uh, More on that here in a few. Um, 34 casualties are now reported, um, all of them TBIs or traumatic brain injuries, a.k.a. concussions. Um, Eight troops were sent from Germany to the U.S. for treatment at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center or at their home bases. And, you know, they'll they'll be treated on an outpatient basis. Um, They arrived Friday, 24 January 2020. Um, Nine stayed for evaluation in Germany at Landstuhl Regional Medical Center. One was sent next door to Kuwait. 
uh, and was later sent back to duty in Iraq. And the remaining 16 remained in Iraq and returned to duty. Um, all of the injuries reportedly happened at Al-Assad or Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq. So, knowing all that, what is a TBI and or a concussion? Well, according to the Mayo Clinic, concussions are a form of a, a TBI that affects your brain function. Our effects are usually temporary, but can include headaches and problems with memory, concentration, coordination, and balance. They're usually caused by a blow to the head, but can also be caused by violently shaking the head and upper body. Some will cause you to lose consciousness, but all, not all of them will. So, yep, I've had both of those, actually. Um, symptoms include headaches or feelings of pressure in the head, temporary loss of consciousness, confusion or feeling like you're in a fog, anemia surrounding the traumatic event, dizziness or seeing stars, ringing in the ears, nausea, vomiting, slurred speech, delayed response to questions, appearing to be dazed, fatigue. Uh, symptoms can be immediate, but they can also show up hours or days even after the event and delayed symptoms can include the following. Concentration and memory problems, irritability and other personality changes, sensitivity to light and noise, sleep disturbances, psychological adjustment problems and depression, uh, disorders of taste and smell. You should seek emergency medical treatment if you have any of the following. Repeated vomiting, loss of consciousness for more than 30 seconds, a headache that gets worse over time, changes in behavior and irritability, changes in physical coordination, stumbling or clumsiness, confusion or disorientation, slurred speech or other changes in speech. And you should really, really seek immediate medical attention if you experience any of the following symptoms. Oh my God. If you experience any of the following symptoms, <laughs> seek immediate medical attention. Uh, an erection lasting more than four hours. A desire to hang live, laugh, love signs all over your house. A need to constantly humble brag. Chad. And finally, a need to talk way too loudly on your cell phone and pretend like you're talking about something, you know, new and revolutionary and world changing thing that you're working on while, you know, while you're in front of me in line in Walmart. We all know that you're not that fucking smart, Chad, especially since you're buying beer and condoms like you'd ever need them with your dad's credit card, you fucking nutsack. And, you know, finally, you need to constantly make dick jokes on your podcast. It's supposed to be about serious topics uh, just for the purpose of annoying everyone who listens to you for some reason. Okay, that last one is kind of me. And if you check our sources, it's going to be pretty hard to find these last five, um, mainly because I just made them up. The rest are true, though. So, <laughs> so I've definitely had some concussions myself, um, at least three that come to mind right now. Uh, and, you know, one was definitely way worse than the others and that I definitely should have gotten medical treatment for. Um, but like a dumbass, I did not. Uh, all of them were from riding bulls, which is something that you do for fun when you grow up in a town like Hobbs, New Mexico. Uh, one of them was super bad. Like I was knocked out for a little bit. When I woke up, I couldn't talk or think right or like move. Like my motor skills were all fucked up. Um, I was puking. I was mad at everything. I had the worst headache ever for like a week. Uh, still made the hour and a half drive home and sang in a Christmas choir concert that night because I was a choir geek in high school as well. And uh, it's actually a myth that you shouldn't sleep after getting a concussion. Um, deadass, I found that out firsthand <laughs> when I went to sleep actually hoping that I wouldn't have to wake up. Um, that's how big of a daze I was in. Um, when I did, I did some research, and it turns out that a nap can actually help your brain rest and recover. So suck it, old wives' tale tellers. All right. 
that's a little off topic, but here's the news. You know, here's what the news talks about. Um, how Trump, you know, once again, being the devil that he is, lied to the world and all Americans because he's a Putin puppet. And yes, I guess technically he did lie. He said initially that there were no injuries. Um, then only 11 injured soldiers and, you know, that concussions aren't a big deal. And now it's 34. And I think he still might be down, like, like downplaying the, uh, the, the effects of a concussion, like how big of a deal it actually can be. Um, I'm here to tell you that they are a big deal from, from that bad one that I had, you know, and never got treated. It actually took me a really long time. Like it took me years to recover my memory and like all of my mental facu- faculties and I'm still a dipshit. I probably still haven't gotten them all back. Um, but about his statements, I think that he said that, you know, that stuff for like a combination of things, like a combination of reasons. Um, number one, not to defend dishonesty or whatever, but I kind of see that as a political move more than anything, rather than just, you know, a blatant lie, just a lie. Like basically, if it were me saying that stuff, it would be because I want to make the Iranian government and military look incompetent and weak. Like basically that, you know, they can't hurt us because they just suck. Um The other thing that maybe we should consider is that, I don't know, maybe it was sensitive information at the time and couldn't be released in full. Like when I was in the army, it literally didn't matter what the issue was. If something happened, we weren't supposed to tell even our families about an incident until it was deemed not sensitive anymore. We actually had to get permission to be able to talk to our families about anything we did. So again, not defending dishonesty, but when a story is still developing and leaders are trying to figure out the next move, it could have actually been, you know, a national security threat and given the Iranian military something to rally behind. So just some food for thought there. Uh, So that was a long ass update, but one definitely worth talking about, I think. And I think that it's important to pay respect to all soldiers, sailors, airmen, um, not Marines, though, fuck them, uh, that are injured in combat. Uh, TBIs might not be like the worst thing that can happen to a person, but that's not to say that, you know, there aren't life altering and scary as fuck. I mean, it's like an injury that you can't see, you know, like it can be debilitating for the rest of a person's life and someone might not even know they have one or get it treated and and it can change them forever. So yeah, pay respect all injured service members, you know, they all deserve it. And yes, I guess even to the glue sniffing crayon eating Marines out there too. So now on to something almost more scary, but way less common, coronavirus. We're going to start out with a little history and a timeline as usual, and then get into the good shit or the bad stuff or whatever. Also, we're going to spare the medical terms and boring ass details that will surely put us all to sleep, including me, um, and get, you know, try to get as in depth as possible still. Um, So coronavirus, it was first discovered in the 1960s, and its origins can be traced to around 8100 BCE. Uh, That being, you know, the the current virus, like its most common as ancestor, which is, you know, I guess a thing. Um, With a lot of infectious diseases like this, it's hard to trace it back because of, you know, a lack of medical knowledge in the past and the fact that, you know, a virus will evolve and change over time. And with that, some of the symptoms and everything else will change, too. So that's basically how they stay alive, just like all other organisms. Um, When an environment becomes inhospitable inhospitable to an organism, uh, it will evolve to adapt and survive in that environment. You know, when when a host for a virus develops an immunity to that virus, it has to change to survive and infect other hosts so yeah it was like truly discovered and like given a name in the mid 60s um 
In 2003, we saw the most notable modern breakout of coronavirus. Um, there were 8,998 probable cases uh, that were reported from 29 different countries. Um, and of these, 774 people died. Um, at, at, at an interesting little fact, uh, the S&P stock market dropped 8.3% because of the outbreak. Plus, it was like super fucking expensive to contain. It cost about $40 billion, which is about uh, $55,577,608,000.70 in today's money. That's like from some inflation calculator I found online. Uh, in real money terms, that's exactly 55 shitloads. Um, according to the CDC, until 2019, there hadn't been any cases of coronavirus confirmed, but that can sometimes be disputed with claims of other outbreaks in you know, 2004, 2005, and 2012. Um, I think the deal with that is that these outbreaks are, you know, isolated cases were maybe reported, but not necessarily like confirmed by the CDC. So now let's fast forward to 2019 and 2020. When the, disease is, when the disease is ravaging the world, mayhem, chaos, mass murder, death cults, suicide orgy packs, the whole fucking nine yards. Well, actually, probably not much of that, but my research hasn't confirmed or denied that. So, uh, you know, I stand by it. Uh, by the way, if anyone wants to, you know, shoot me an email about like a suicide orgy pact, I'll, I'm for sure into that. So, you know, I'll most likely be on board. Uh, anyways, cases of the coronavirus have now been confirmed in a ton of countries. Um, China in particular is getting it worse than anyone else. And as I record this, they have more than like 4,500 cases reported and at least 106 confirmed deaths, or at least that's what they say. Uh, you know how those goddamn commie governments are. They like hide like everything. Um, China has quarantined the city of Wuhan to try and contain the virus. Um, in the U.S., there are five concern confirmed cases and several other unconfirmed. Um, of the ones that are, they are two in California, one, one in Arizona, one in Chicago, and one in Washington State. Um, there have also been like at least one reported in Texas, uh, the state where I live, which is like kind of fucking scary. Uh, confirmed cases in other countries are as follows. One in Canada, one in Germany, five in Australia, three in France, one in Cambodia, one in Nepal, four in Malaysia, five in Singapore, two in Vietnam, four in South Korea, eight in Thailand, and four in Japan. Um, I know that this timeline and the details here are not that detailed at all, but the story is still de de developing and changing rapidly. Um, so it'd be hard to get like get accurate, detailed information. And I definitely, you know, don't want to give y'all bad info. Um, but now that we know that, what are the symptoms and causes of the, the virus itself? And are you infected? Stay tuned to find out. Symptoms include headaches, fatigue, muscle pain, cough, shortness of breath and difficulty breathing, fever, and a whole lot of bitching on social media for attention. Okay, the last one is made up, but that's uh, that's definitely what I'd be doing if I had it. Uh, do I have coronavirus? That sounds kind of like my everyday life, uh, especially the bitching about you know how bad I feel all the time. Uh, you know what? I'm self-diagnosing myself right now, calling the CDC. Uh, also, these symptoms sound eerily similar to like literally any other sickness that we all get sometimes. Like I don't know, 
the common cold or like a sinus infection or like a, a normal stomach bug that just like goes around. So no wonder it's so hard to diagnose and confirm. Like, obviously, if you go to your doctor complaining about all this stuff, they're not going to think it's coronavirus immediately. They're going to think it's just like, I don't know, the new strain of common cold going around or a stomach bug and tell you to kick rocks and get out of their fucking office. But how do you actually get coronavirus? Here are the different ways. Uh, initially, the virus is spread from animal to human. Once contracted by a human host, it can then be spread to other humans. It is reported to be airborne, and a person can actually catch the virus by just looking at a person who has it, or thinking about someone who has it, or podcasting about other people who have it. Well, pro probably not. It is airborne, though, and can be spread by coughing and sneezing. Uh, the CDC believes that symptoms can appear in as little as a few days or as late as 14 days after someone is infected. Uh, coronaviruses, yes, that's plural, are a large family of viruses that are common in a lot of different animal species. But even though they're common in animals, they're like super rarely, rarely transferred to humans. Uh, many initial patients or, you know, all the patient zeros are, you know, reported to have some link to large animal or seafood markets. Uh, but a lot of other patients didn't have any exposure to those markets at all. Um, this indicates that person to person infection you know, is actually what's going on, just like we talked about. Um, of course, some did, but that could be either because they got it from, you know, the animals themselves or from someone they worked with in those, you know, those markets that infected them. Uh, confirmed cases have been reported to, you know, spread person to person in China, but not in the States yet. Uh, this is expected, though. So watch the fuck out. And how exactly does the coronavirus get transferred from an animal to a human? Well, while there are several possible ways, the main one is buggery. Yes, you heard that right. Sodomy of those sexy, sexy farm animals. No, I'm actually not sure that the CDC knows how it's transferred, but, you know, because there's only a link between the agriculture and fishing industry, but... You know, a correlation doesn't always mean there's a causation. Um, important distinction to mention here, because just because a thing is linked to another thing doesn't mean that it's causing that other thing. Like I, I could draw a connection between, you know, when I eat spaghetti and getting abducted by aliens, like every time I eat spaghetti, I get abducted. Uh, but that doesn't actually mean that, you know, for some reason, the aliens are interested in me. Uh, only when I have spaghetti for dinner because of my dinner. Uh, it's probably more because I'm a fucking wacko lunatic that just says shit like that all the time. Um, you know, while I make my tinfoil hats and whatnot. So it's probably not real. So I guess the correlation, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the correlation isn't a causation in that case. And it's not necessarily a causation in this case either. Uh, and by the way, good luck finding more than like five things where all scientists agree that a specific thing for sure causes another specific thing. Uh, usually they just know to link. All right. Anyways. Uh, the details are still pretty muddy on how easily and sustainably the virus is spreading, but officials do report that sustained person-to-person -person spread is occurring in China. So I'm going to sound like an asshole, you know, like usual for a minute. Um, right now in the news, it seems like coronavirus is going to spell out the end times for everybody, but... You know, just in my short living memory, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. Uh, I remember in 2014, there was the big Ebola outbreak and everyone was scared to death that Ebola was going to, you know, be the new plague. Um, a lot of people got it. Some died. And it was, you know, it was a real tragedy for a lot of people. Uh, it was also a reasonable source of fear for a lot more people, but it ended up being OK for the rest of the world. 
it's obviously too early to tell, but I think this could be, you know, one of those things that's like Ebola, just kind of like a, a short scare. Um, our health organizations do a really, really remarkably good job at quelling these diseases before they reach the rest of the world. So we should put a good amount of trust into them. Uh, I think it's also important to give money to these organizations like the World Health Organization, Doctors Without Borders, the CDC, and a lot more because they really are the unsung heroes of our modern age. Um, in the days before vaccinations and organizations like these, infectious diseases killed more than, you know, more people than literally anything else, more than wars, famines, murders, fires, literally everything combined, infectious diseases, you know, they killed more people than that. I think it's like over two thirds of, you know, the people that have ever lived have been killed off by infectious diseases. Now, because of these people working tirelessly to literally save the world in a very real sense, uh, we don't have to worry too much about infectious diseases killing you or, you know, two thirds of everyone you've ever known, which, you know, I'm going to I'm going to make a full circle. That is the actual amount of people who got killed, you know, by infectious diseases back in the day. Um, so we're going to take a minute to talk about some of these past infectious diseases, uh, more specifically the 10 worst uh, pandemics in history. HIV and AIDS at its peak, 2005 to 2012. Death toll, 36 million. Flu, flu pandemic, 1968. Death toll, 1 million. Asian flu, 1956 to 1958. Death toll, 2 million. Spanish flu, 1918. Death toll, 20 to 50 million. Sixth cholera pandemic, 1910 to 1911. Death toll, at least 800,000. The Asiatic or Russian flu, 1989 to 1890. Sorry, 1889 to 1890. Uh, death toll, 1 million. Third cholera pandemic, 1852 to 1860. Death toll, 1 million. The Black Death, 1346 to 1343. Well, that's, that can't be right. Uh, 1343 to 1346, I think is what I meant to put. But the death toll is 75 to 200 million. Uh, Plague of Justinian, 541 to 542, death toll, 25 million. Antonine Plague, year 165, death toll, 5 million. That's like 270 million people from these 10 pandemics alone. That's not including every other pandemic or even diseases like TB or polio that didn't really qualify as pandemics, that, but, you know, that steadily killed shitloads of people for a long fucking time. Um, also, did anyone else notice, you know, all of the flu outbreaks? That was like the most common one and probably a good reminder to get vaccinated for that, uh, even if the vaccinations are actually, you know, for a different strain. And yes, that's a direct shot at my dad. So dad, if you're listening, take that. Just got podcasted. But seriously, uh, getting vaccinated for all infectious diseases is <laughs> it's probably the most important thing you can do just like as a person. Um, and here's why. There's a theory called herd immunity, and here's the quick and dirty of it. Basically, even though was, you know a person is vaccinated, they can still catch a virus if a low enough percentage of the population is vaccinated and a high enough percentage is not, because that virus will still be floating around the population. That number is 95%. 95 fucking percent. So basically, again, if 95% of all people in an area aren't vaccinated, Everyone could catch a virus and two thirds of them will probably die. That's some pretty heavy shit. But I think that, you know, 
that importance of vaccinations has been forgotten because, you know, a lot of people don't have living memory of when polio killed fucking three of your brothers or sisters or, you know, when the flu killed half your family. So get your damn vaccinations is what I'm trying to say for the like for the love of everything good and holy. And one last quick thing. Vaccinations do not cause autism. Is there a correlation between mercury and autism? Yes. That's not a causation. Is there mercury in vaccinations? Yeah, a little, but like a lot less than you'd get on any given day, like literally just living. So no, vaccinations do not cause autism. That was a rumor started by some dumbass actress that started just saying that shit one day. Uh, side note, actors and athletes, musicians, celebrities in general should not be listened to when it comes to, you know, medical, political, or any other kind of like real word real world issues or solutions or honestly anything else. So if you're one of those things, you know, shut the fuck up and do what you're good at. Uh, leave the real stuff to the experts and anti-vaxxers. Uh, your heart is in the real place, uh, in the real place, in the right place. You know, I mean, who would want their kids to have autism? Uh, but you're a bunch of gullible assholes. So please, for the good of the rest of us, get those vaccinations. Uh, it's important, like actually more important than most of us, you know, anything that most of us will ever do. So, okay, that rant is over. Uh, I think we're getting a news flash from our favorite news network. That is NBCN News Before Clues Network. Thanks, Ryan. Today I'm here with world-renowned conspiracy theorist David Icke, who has some interesting things to say. The coronavirus is really just a bloody conspiracy, courtesy of the US government, intended to destroy China. Basically the CIA and Corona beer colluded to create a sickness that would ultimately end up devastating the Chinese population once they drank even one sip of a Corona beer. Truly riveting and fascinating to find out the facts. Back to you, Ryan. This is Richard Strokes, signing off. Dick Strokes, everybody. Obviously, that's not real, but if you're a new listener, <laughs> I really hope that you got, you know, I got you as good as I wanted to. Uh, like, what the fuck? I've never heard of that station. And who the, who the fuck? David Icke. Uh, well, to answer that question, he's my favorite wacko conspiracy theory maker upper. Uh, probably some CIA mind control MK Ultra success story or some shit. But, uh, and, and also, my, my British accent is terrible. So sorry to any British uh, listeners out there. But today's episode was super fun to do, kind of sad, kind of scary, uh, but I think ultimately super important to research and learn about. So thank y'all for learning and listening with me. Uh, I That's it. The coronavirus has been salted, at least for now. For sure, hit that subscribe button. Be sure to rate and leave a comment if you like what you heard today. All right, here's the details as promised about our new Instagram. Our handle is the same as Twitter. It is at the salt underscore podcast. Basically, I want to share details about upcoming episodes, post updates, and post pictures of people supporting the show. Uh, we've been growing actually quite a bit lately, and it would be really cool to get some direct engagement and conversations going with each and every one of y'all. Uh, a different way to get a hold of us directly here at The Salt is to just shoot us an email at info uh, info.thesaltpodcast at gmail.com. Got my fucking words mixed up. Um, also... DM us or in, on Instagram or, you know, shoot us an email if you want one of those free stickers. Um, there is a forum, forum coming soon, I promise. I'm trying to figure out the best way to go about it, honestly. Um, 
I think the best way, or, or at least what we're going to do is to build a good community on Instagram. And then after that, we'll make like an exclusive forum only for like the realest of the real members of the order of the salt. Keep an eye out for my book. Putin is a dickhead. Title is tentative coming soon to an ebook store near you. Special thanks again to the team here at the salt and Iliad media. And remember, don't just take your news with a grain of salt. Take it with the salt. I'm out this bitch. Back to you, Salty Winches. This is Ryan Chuck Miller signing off.